Hey, thanks for joining me. I'm Aubrey and this is Aubrey the Podcast. All right, let's see what I found in my note pile today. So, okay, this one is just so cool to me. I don't know if it'll be so cool. This could be one of those things where you're like, oh my God, you guys have to tell you this coolest thing. And then you say it and you're like, and they don't hear how cool it sounds to you. And so you keep on trying to convince them how cool it is to help them see what you see, but you do it by just repeating the same things all over again. All right. So I'm going to do my best. So this is a note here. This is a note that I, I'm pretty positive I got from listening to a Bruce Lipton lecture. You know, he wrote The Biology of Belief and he has this really amazing four-day workshop seminar on Gaia, that streaming channel. And I listened to it and it was mind-blowing. He explains evolution in biology. This is for Christians too. It's just basic biology, okay? Not talking about how we were once fish and we sprouted legs. I'm just talking about basic cellular biology, which I don't understand, so I have to read the notes. I mean, I do understand it, but I can't teach it to you like this was all just, just came out of my head. And it relates to evolutionary astrology and awareness work. And like just this morning, so I was having pictures taken for my website. I need new pictures because I don't look like that anymore. And the cute photographer, she said, so why do people get astrology readings? Why would they want one? She didn't really know anything about astrology. And I was trying to tell her, well, it's for awareness. It's for consciousness. It's to know yourself better so you can make better choices and live a better life from, you know, place of awareness. It's the same reason why people go to therapy. It's to understand themselves bigger. And then I was looking for something to talk about today and I found this note. And I'm like, this is why awareness work matters. This is why something like astrology matters. This is how the Bruce Lipton explanation went. Evolution is based on a nervous system, okay? It's based on nervous system. Your nervous system is based on perception. Perception is the building block of your nervous system. Are you lost yet? It's easier if you're reading it. Your perception is based on or comes from, do you have receptors? That's where the input, you've got this sort of like out channels in the cells. There are also units of protein in the cell membrane, which are bits of data handling the computer, okay? They're what's in the hard drive. The smarter or bigger your computer, the more bits it handles, the more protein bits it handles. Evolution is increasing is increasing the number of bits in the computer, okay? That's evolution. You get more information, more data. To expand awareness, you have to put more bits inside the membrane. So there might be like a single cell organism that would be one bit, but to expand awareness, you have to put more bits in the membrane, okay? The number of bits in a membrane is based on the surface area of the cell. If you expand the membrane surface area, that's the driving force of evolution. So then I wrote OMFG at the bottom of my notes. Since bacterium only has limited surface area, they got smart. They joined up and they made large communities. Are your eyes getting wide yet? And created technology to function together as one bacteria inside a membrane. Let me repeat that. 
bacteria and were like, hmm, we've got limited surface area and we can't change that. So they got smart and they joined up and made large communities and created technology to work together and function together as one bacterium inside a membrane. We are communities like that where everything's working together to increase the surface area and you get a human being. I just think that's so cool. It's so cool. This is evolution. This is we're getting smarter and smarter and expanding the surface area. So to go back, if we're expanding our awareness and becoming more aware of more parts of us, does that mean we're able to use more of our membrane surface area? Is this why awareness matters? The whole thing of like using, we only use like 10% of our brain. I don't even know if we use that much. What happens if we use more? How do we use more of our brain? We increase the surface area of our awareness. It means we get more conscious. Our consciousness evolves. You see all this? It's a cool way to think about learning. It's a cool way to think about things like prayer and contemplation or meditation or sitting quietly or journaling or talking things out, or going to therapy, or having a great astrology reading where you see yourself in all your parts put together. You can get this big like, oh my God, I didn't know I was made of all of this for that reason. Love this stuff. Everybody should watch the Bruce Limpton. uh, I don't know what it's called. I think he's done a few. It's the latest one he's done on Gaia. He did it last year. It's really good. But start thinking of your awareness work your quiet time as increasing the surface area of your own organism and more data bits can come in. Yes. All right. What I want to talk about was sparked this morning when I clicked on, I get the goop newsletters. I'm not quite sure why I get them because I don't really read them all the way through all the time, but I do. I am a sucker for some good aspirational stuff. And Gwyneth Style, and I think they've got like great health tips and recipes and blah, blah, blah. So I guess I do. I I like Goop a lot, although I've never really bought anything from the site. I always want to. Okay. I clicked on the email and the headline was how to style a jewelry stack. And it showed a woman with like three or four necklaces on layers in a certain way. And I literally almost clicked on it. That is so stupid. That is the stupidest headline I have. (laughs) That's the stupidest thing. How to style a jewelry stack is the dumbest thing for me to be interested in. Yet there was a part of me that was like, yeah, how do I style a jewelry stack? That sounds like something I need to know how to do. And then I had this conversation with myself, like, why, Aubrey? Why do you need to have this jewelry stack styling finesse? What's it going to do for you? And the gross answer in my head was all the things that I don't want going through my head. Like, I don't know, I'll look real chic or I'll look really cool. And of course, what does that mean? That means that we want to send a message with what we're wearing. And and I wouldn't let myself click on it. Now, no offense if you want to know how to style your necklaces, layer them. I guess there's a wrong way to do it. Otherwise, there would be no blog post. But that just makes me think I could write about anything in my blog. I guess I could, but then, I don't know, maybe someone would read one of my headlines and be like, that is the dumbest thing 
Actually, I bet people have thought that with what I've written in the past. So I'm not knocking the writer or the blog. I'm just knocking the idea that it's a thing that I was pulled towards and I think is so dumb. Like, just pick out stuff and wear it already. But it really got me thinking about happiness, where we get these good feelings about who we are, where I get the good feelings about who I am. And, you know, I feel like over the years, all my work is centered around consciousness and awareness, just trying to be the larger source for my own happiness and not relying on external circumstances to make me happy because that's a losing game. And, you know, building authentic self-esteem based on real substantive things in myself that I work at and refine and see more clearly and get to the point where I don't worry if I know how to style a jewelry stack or not. I mean, that being said, I've talked about it so much, you know, I'm going to go style a jewelry stack tomorrow or tonight. I'm going to go in my drawer and start going, all right, let's figure out how to layer these things. And I'll probably be looking in the mirror and be like, no, that doesn't look good. No, that doesn't look good. Well, that doesn't, well, this one looks pretty good. And then I'll probably end up going back and reading the blog post. But the fact that I started thinking about happiness, why do we have all these bizarre, really inane status symbols that we aspire to? And, you know, we let people, certain people in our culture be the standard setters, the standard bearers for what we should aspire to. And I think it's natural. I mean, I think it's very natural. So it's not wrong from an innate human animal quality. You know, we're always looking to the fittest and the strongest to see how we can emulate that more. So I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's stupid. (laughs) It's just dumb. And I really hope we're getting to a point where our happiness and our survival, you know, instincts, those are survival instincts. Apparently, the more powerful and successful people in this world have kick-ass jewelry stacks that they've styled perfectly in the female world or maybe the male world. Men wear jewelry too. You know, that's, that's survival stuff. We have got to get to a point where we're thinking about soul survival at some point and not survival, survival. And I don't mean that food, clothing, and shelter isn't important because it is, but we are blindly being influenced and mentally colonized to believe and behave as if having style is part of our survival. Doesn't mean it doesn't give you an edge or whatever, depends on what you do. But what are we going to talk about soul survival? soul survival because our souls are getting (sighs) trampled. We're so all about preserving our personalities and our identities and making sure we have everything that we need in order to show up and be who we need to be. And we need to know who we are and our individualism is at stake. And, you know, this is all personality level stuff. And I'm sorry, but personality dies a million deaths every day. Forget it. It gets reinvented. It gets reinterpreted. My identity has gone through so many changes and we adjust little micro adjustments all the time. You know, we could stand for something at home, like right now as I'm recording this, and I could stand for soul survival. And then I could go and play mahjong with a bunch of women who are conservative and don't even know what that means, really. I don't even know. A lot of people would, but there are a lot of people who'd be like, soul survival, how dare you talk about soul when I can't even put gas in my car for to go 300 miles? I can't afford that. You can afford to talk about soul. It's like, no, everyone needs to talk about their soul. Everyone. I'll stand behind that. Anyway, this is my train of thought from jewelry, how to style a jewelry stack to 
holy cow, what are we going to do about where we find happiness to, you know, our survival instinct is all screwed up thanks to marketing. And, you know, myths, social myths. When are we going to actually talk about soul survival? A lot of people concerned with it, but talk about it like it's a real thing. Anyway, I think it's important. And what else did I want to talk about? I guess that's it. That's all I want to talk about. Just how insane it is that we keep inventing all these crazy ways to preserve our personalities, which are going to die and get reinvented anyway, day to day. I mean, I don't know. I mean, no offense to, you know, NFTs and the third web, whatever it's called. (laughs) I'm all into innovation and crypto and all of it. I think it's fascinating and valid. And But NFTs are just another way to feel like you own something. I mean, we're a culture of hoarders and it's all to feel secure in our personalities. It's literally, it's like our identities are propped up by hoarding. I don't care what money, success, opinions, other people's opinion. We hoard opinions. I mean, I can't even remember the last time I had a conversation with someone where I felt like I was hearing an original opinion. I mean, even sometimes I'm parroting other opinions. I've really tried in the past year. I'm like, I'm going to stop being an opinion hunter. I'm going to stop hunting for opinions <laughs> to feel that I know what's going on. I'm just going to listen. And I don't want to hoard opinions anymore. I'm going to apply my values. It's hard not to hoard opinions. I guess hoard the right ones. There are people smarter than I am. So it's not bad to seek out their opinion. But you know what I mean? You listen to, you know, cable news. And then the next day, someone's telling you ranting as if they just came up with all these ideas when they just hoarded all the opinions they heard the night before or read the day before. It's just, it's very unoriginal. But we're very compulsive society that way. Hmm. Soul survival. How do we preserve our souls? I'll talk about that maybe in the next episode. Because soul survival, soul preservation, it happens when we're quieter. We remove ourselves from the noise when we get out of our head and into our body. Thank you for listening. This is what Aubrey the podcast is about. I get prompted and then I just try to be in relationship with the world I've been prompted by in the moment, at any given moment, and listen. And not just listening to others, listening to myself, because I think that's what people need to do is listen to themselves. That's where integrity is. That's where balance is. Get quiet. Get quiet. There's a lot of rich stuff in the quiet. I am going to talk about that the next time. That's what I'm going to talk about. Okay. So thank you for listening to me. Go listen to yourself now. There's good stuff in there. Your soul's in there. I'll say that and then I'll go turn on Instagram tonight. I'll get influenced and I'll end up with something else that I didn't need, but I totally love getting influenced, which I don't think is bad just as long as I'm aware of it. And that's all I'm trying to do is be more aware of it all. Okie dokie. All right. You have a great day, great night, great all of it. All right. Bye. Love ya.